it's just frustrating and I get random spurts like that just like I'll be having a good day and then randomly I'll be frustrated or sometimes I wake up like that it's different every day every day hello and welcome I'm Britannia I'm Johanna and I'm Annika and you're listening to dare to try podcast to um, bring us you know back to last week I have a couple of quotes uh, one of them actually doesn't really have anything to do with our dare or truth, but it really resonated with me. And so I think it's worth sharing. Uh, so the first one is, if we don't believe in freedom of expression for people we despise, then we don't believe in it at all. And that's Noam Komsky. And I love that because often we think that you have the right to speak out and be different if you agree with it. Mm -hmm. But if you disagree with it, we often want to silence people. And so I thought that really resonated with last week's truth and dare. Yeah, for sure. Is that the one you said didn't have anything to do with it? Because it has lots to do with it. No, no, that's the one that's actually on topic. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, that's exactly true. And a lot of, like, Dan is always talking about how we have so many differences and that's okay and that we thrive on having differences and we can love each other and love other people. Like, we don't just have to have friends that we relate with. You can be friends with people that you don't relate with at all. And people are like, well, how do you do that? Like, What's the definition of being a friend? Like being there for someone listening, like you can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually like being around people who are different than me. Uh, it opens up my mind. Mm-hmm. So the second quote, which really has nothing to do with uh, this uh, last week's truth or dare, don't be afraid of your fears. They're not there to scare you. They are there to let you know that something is worth it. And that is C. Joy Bell is who said that. And I thought about that out of all the things that I have been afraid of losing, it's because it's important to me and changing that perspective of, oh, oh no, what, you know, worrying about the future instead acknowledge that the future with this person, the future with these things, the future that looks like this is important to me. And how neat is that, that I know that. That's cool. I was thinking of like jumping out of an airplane type of fear. (laughs) And I was like, well, yeah, I guess that could apply to that too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid I'm going to die. (laughs) Annika just wants to jump out of an airplane. I think you've mentioned that a couple of times. I kind of do, but I also, that's probably the scariest thing I could think of. No, bungee jumping, I think sounds scarier. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, hopefully last week's uh, dare wasn't too scary, wasn't too challenging. We, uh, I'll just recap the truth real quick. What is a belief you used to hold earlier in life that you no longer hold true or hold dear and uh, Annika, what was yours? Do you remember? Yeah, it was that if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And just that, just because the mom's not happy doesn't mean you can't be happy. That's not fair that your happiness depends on your mother's happiness. Because in regards to like having little children at home, but I think it could also apply to older kids too. 
Yeah. I don't have that belief anymore. Yeah, that's good. And Johanna, do you remember what your belief was? Yeah, I was feeling like I was feeling judged that wherever I went, I was afraid that people were judging me. Um, if I wasn't doing the right thing, talking to my kids the right way, wearing the right thing, whatever. And honestly, like whether they're judging me or not, like it really came from me. Yeah. And you don't believe that anymore. No, I love that. And mine was, I was sick. I was a sick human, you know, mentally, emotionally. And, And while I was, I thought that I would always be. And that it was just ingrained in my DNA, which I no longer believe anymore. So cool. So the dare was spend time with someone who has different beliefs than you, not to argue, not to convince, not to prove you're right, but to expand your mind, to connect with someone with a different perspective and to expand your mind to what is possible and what other hold, what other people hold true. So how was it this week? Johanna, do you want to go first? Um, mine was interesting. Okay. So it was interesting because, you know, when I go out shopping, like my fear used to be like, I'm worried what everybody's thinking about my lifestyle. Then I caught myself actually being judgmental towards other people. And so we're out shopping and this happened twice, two different stores, two different old ladies stopped us in our tracks and there, and there was one time my kids were both crying. Their life wasn't having it. And this lady stopped us and she's like, you know, I get it. Like being a mom is hard. And sometimes you just need to, you know, get them a toy to distract them. And Caden was being so good. He was like, yeah. And he was listening and he's being so sweet. And I was just so angry. I was like, I've already tried that. <laughs> like I'm coming back from getting them a different toy to distract them from a different distract. Like, ah, I was so angry. I was like, I already know this advice that you're giving me. <laughs> and she just kept And I honestly, I started to tune her out. I don't even know the rest of the stuff that she said different store, different time. Um, I'm holding my one-year-old and waiting for Caden to come back with the other child. And um, so I'm just sitting there waiting and this old lady comes out of the bathroom and she's just like, oh, she's so cute and so sweet. And sometimes you just want to, you know, give her some chocolate during the season and lots of sugar and all this stuff. And I'm just like, I mean, not that I don't do that. I do give them like a little piece of chocolate every once in a while. Like I'm not opposed to that, but I don't think you should give your kids loads of chocolate and all this hype up. And she was just saying all these things that I totally disagree with, but instead of, instead of just saying like, oh, I don't do that, you know, like that's so bad for your kid and everything. I just sat and listened because First off, she's an older lady and I'm assuming that she doesn't get a ton of time to talk with other people. And so I let her talk and I responded. And then I started to think about like what her Christmases were like, you know, I don't know if she grew up well off or if she grew up in poverty, I don't know. And so I listened and she's like, what a great time that all your kids get toys this Christmas. And I was just like, yeah, 
And so I don't know like what lifestyle she came from for her to want to say that, but it just made me really grateful. And so it was just a cool moment to not get so hot-headed that time around and just listen and see her perspective. It was cool. Oh, awesome. Johanna, that's exactly what I wanted you to have, that experience of giving of your time, connecting with someone, and then also not feeling that frustration or anger that we can often feel when we do disagree with someone, especially when it comes to parenting. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Good job for being a listener and probably blessed her life too. Thanks. Annika, do you want to share your week? Sure. So um, my week was really busy, really busy. We had a, a Christmas party at work and I'm starting a new position. That's just like, I need to be working like 60 hours a week. Um, but uh, the dare was on the front of my mind all week. I didn't have any like big extraordinary event, but I had lots of little moments because of the dare and because I was thinking like, oh, what about this person and this person? So um, it started with, uh, there was a guy at work who said he was on a podcast and he sent it to the work group chat. And, and I was like, you know, I'm going to listen to this so that I can connect with this person who's very different than me, different religion. Um, he, I mean, we have similarities too, but he has like lots, of, there's differences. He's got like eight kids, which is funny because he's a different religion than me and you would think that that was just like an LDS thing but anyway so um I listened to his podcast and so I got to know him that way and then I also pulled him into my office when he walked by and I was like hey come here for a minute do you have a minute to talk about something outside of work and he was like sure and I just said what church do you go to and he told me about the church he goes to and how important it was and at first I was almost like oh that church (laughs) Um, because I have a very strong opinion about this specific type of church. And so I was like, um, but instead of judging and shutting it down, I was just like, well, tell me more about it. Where is it? And, you know, are they doing something on Christmas and just trying to put my judgment aside because of what I think I know about that religion. And so I had that good conversation and it went well, and it was just a few minutes. And then, um, also, I, I would say there's lots of little other moments, but the other one worth mentioning is with my husband, because my husband is also um, shifting his beliefs about certain things. And so I didn't want to have this conversation yesterday because I, everything, we were just getting along so well. Things were great. We love our new house that we have, that we don't have roommates, which we've been living with people for four years. So this is like great that we have our own place and everything. But I was like, I need to bring this up. It's our dare and it's important. And so we started talking about it and it was a hard conversation. And even though he's my husband, he, his beliefs are starting to shift and we have still a lot in common. Like our core values are still the same, but what we're going to do about it in certain traditions and how we're going to go about it is shifting. And so I asked him like, well, how do you feel if I keep doing this thing? And he, he was like, I like, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And he was like, how do you feel that I don't want to do it? And so like, it was just, um, it was a hard conversation, but I'm glad that I had it. And I probably wouldn't have had it if I wasn't in that mindset of connecting with people with different beliefs than me. So good experiences, hard conversations, connecting with coworkers overall is a good experience. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I, I think you hit the nail on the head with, if you hadn't had this dare, 
you wouldn't have had this conversation. And not only did you have this great interaction with a coworker, especially about religion, I don't usually get into like religious or political conversations because I just don't want to argue. It's not fun for me. And I know that I will get revved up and I will argue (laughs) and I will want to, you know, fight for what I believe. Um, But it sounded like it actually brought you and your coworker closer and you and your husband closer, even though you had that difference of opinion. Yeah, exactly. And it was important to remove judgment in all of these situations because we talked about last time that the opposite of understanding is judgment or the opposite of judgment is understanding. And you're not, no one's going to feel understood and no one's going to feel loved because loved comes, love comes from a foundation of understanding. And that's not going to be there if you're judging. Judging is not like a godly place to be. That was my takeaway from this week as well. I didn't have a major event, like a lady coming up to me at the grocery store, kind of forcing their opinions on me or at the mall, but I was open to several interactions with people that I don't normally spend time with, you know, coworkers that I'm not close with strangers, even friends. I was just very open to what they had to say. And what I liked about this dare was it put me in a position of a listener of a, instead of trying to go, well, I believe this hear how cool I am. And like shoving my knowledge down their throat, I became a compassionate listener of their experiences and of their lives. And so there wasn't one, in fact, I actually found out I have a lot in common with a lot of different people. I was looking for differences and the opposite happened where I was like, well, dang it, this doesn't count for our dare because I agree with you. (laughs) And I kept on looking for opportunities. And so I had this really neat experience of being this compassionate listener and realizing that I have a lot more in common and a lot more that I can connect with, uh, with so many different people. And it just had a profound experience in my week as I slowed time down and and just had more meaningful connections with almost everyone I interacted with. I love that because it's so true. I think a lot of the time we, when we meet strangers, sometimes we're nervous and it's like, oh, you're different than me because you're not already my friend. Well, it's like, (laughs) that doesn't make sense how do you know you can't be friends try listening and that's amazing I love that you found similarities yeah I feel like we could define meaningful connection because I love those words together that you just said Britannia I think meaningful connection is understanding plus listening and it so it has to do with the other person which mm-hmm. is interesting because the less selfish we are the more that we can have a meaningful connection mm-hmm which I think it's on the seven habits of highly effective people is seek first to understand then to be understood is one of the habits. And I think there's another one that has to do with listening. And so this is like important information. (laughs) I I really need to read that book. Actually, I have not read that book. Yeah, it's a good one. So I'm so proud of you guys for, you know, sharing this truth and this dare. Um, I think everything we do makes us better people. And so with that, Johanna, you have this week's. I do. So there's actually two parts to my my questions and they might seem totally unrelated. Um, 
So I, I first want to ask you, how often do you feel anxious or bugged? And kind of randomly too. Do you feel like you guys get that or is that just me? Those are like two different feelings. Like anxious is like when I'm worrying about the future and bugged to me is like being annoyed about stuff around me. Not, but that's not being anxious. So you want to know both of those? Sure. To me, they're connected. Yeah, because you're less likely to be bugged or irritated if you're in a calm state. Mm -hmm. okay you want to know the last time or just like how often like it happens often like how many times during the week yeah um yes uh was yes no saturday i woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something because i was grumpy all day and i was it was so sad because um that's one of the days i get to spend with the kids because i'm at work all the time and I just was not having it. Like they were being really annoying. Everything that they were doing, their cute little voices were not cute on Saturday. And they were just whining and being needy. And I was just like, ah, oh, like just stop whining. Like it was very difficult. And um, I realized it was because I was stressed about work and I was stressed about the changes going on in my little family dynamic. I was stressed about money I was stressed about family plans or the lack thereof for Christmas season so there was just a lot going into it I also didn't sleep well and almost every time I don't sleep well I'm triggered back into like postpartum depression mode and I um I just don't handle well I'm I'm just really grumpy and irritable and so I would say that was the most recent time and I would say I'm anxious at least once a week okay what about you, Prashanya? Yeah, um, very similar experience. I'll, you know, keep it pretty short, but Saturday was feeling the same way. Uh, there was a full moon. It was a I was about to say moon. that. Maybe that's what it was. So I wonder if we were feeling that same energy. And I was feeling anxious. I had just worked out. Like, I don't know why I was feeling anxious. And usually it comes almost out of nowhere, it feels. But I was randomly in tune to the feeling that I was picking up my partner's anxiety. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling anxious. And what the fact that he doesn't want to talk to me right now and just wants to eat his breakfast is making me angry. (laughs) Um, And I was like, do you not want to talk to me? And his mouth is full. And he's like, I'm eating breakfast. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? And I was like, you don't love me. You don't understand me, you know? <laughs> and he's like, babe, can I just finish eating breakfast and we can talk about what you want to talk about? Like, Fine. And um, I was feeling anxious and talk I was- with your mouth full and then that'll bug me too. <laughs> right, exactly. Do it one more time. <laughs> So, you know, it happens actually more often than I think I've acknowledged in the past that I I get these feelings. So what about you, Johanna? Yeah, like I, I feel like I'm getting better at it, but like just, I think it was yesterday that I was just, I was having a great day. I woke up and I cleaned out my entire closet, organized the hallway closet, folded three weeks worth of laundry did the dishes, made breakfast for everyone, and still had energy to, like, play with kids and my husband, like, 
I was like, where did this come from? It was fantastic. And I was like, today's a great day. And then all of a sudden I got tired and I was like, okay, I would love to just like sit and watch my show. And my kids started like to get annoying. And so I freaked out. I was like, ah, like, why are you acting like this? And kid, it's like, whoa, <laughs> like, where did that come from? I was like, just want to watch my show. <laughs> and I didn't get to do that until like nine o'clock at night, but whatever. And so it was just frustrating. And I get random spurts like that. Just like, I'll be having a good day. And then randomly I'll be frustrated. Or sometimes I wake up like that. It's different every day, every day. And so my next question is, how how many times do we stupidly rely on electronics for example i have an apple watch and if i can't find my phone i'm like ping where my phone you know and it's right next to me so how many times or give me an example of when you have done something stupid with your electronics well i mean my phone is my alarm clock and my very heavy comforter was covering my phone this morning so I didn't hear my alarm <laughs> and so like I like rely and like what if we don't ever set our alarm or whatever like and Simon Sinek even says this he's like stop using your phone as an alarm clock I will buy you an eight dollar alarm clock um so there's there's that like relying on my phone as an alarm clock and it not working or like snoozing it too easily um or GPS it's hindering me learning the new area that I live in because I'm like I'll just GPS it so I'm not learning where anything is I'm just tell letting my phone tell me where things are so I wouldn't say it's like stupid but it is habit for sure yeah yeah totally what about you Britannia yeah for me it has to do with working out like I can't work out unless I have my watch because my Apple watch tracks and tells me how many calories I've burned, how much time, basically how much effort it's recording. Like I'm validated. I worked my butt off. I can now eat my chocolate cake or whatever it is that I want. And if I don't turn on my watch and track my workout, uh, I feel like it didn't happen. And then on the flip side, on a day that I don't work out like this morning, I was like, oh my gosh, we have the podcast. I have to hurry, jump some rope because I have calories and tracking. And if I don't, I won't meet them all. And I create this unnecessary anxiety when it's like, you're allowed to not work out one day a week. I get the same way. Like I don't work out as much as I should, but running around with my kids, I, I burn a lot and I'm like, oh, I closed a ring today, you know? And if I leave my phone on the charger, I'm like, no, it wasn't tracked. And I'm just like, so bummed. <laughs> But like so many other things, like I, if I forget what I was doing, I'm like, maybe it was on my phone and I pull out my phone and I'm like, maybe it's on here. Or it's like, what should I be doing right now? Like, I feel like I have a moment of free time. Oh, Instagram. You know what I mean? And it's just like, we're constantly on it. And so what I'm realizing for myself, at least, and some other mothers that I've talked to is that a lot of the time when I'm feeling anxious it's because I've spent too much time on my phone or watching TV or whatever other electronic I have. I'm bugged because I didn't meet my calories or I didn't get to watch my show today or I forgot what I was doing and now I spent an hour searching for on Instagram. Like <laughs> all these things are creating. So the challenge is take a three hour chunk, okay? One chunk 
of unplugging, okay? Turn off all electronics, phone, computer, TV, every single thing. And it has to be during a time that you wouldn't normally do it. So like a lot of us work and so you have to turn off certain electronics and, you know, sleep. Usually you turn off your, just, you has to be an awake conscious time that you would normally do for free time. Turn off and unplug and let your brain grow, okay? Grow some new cells that we may have lost with our electronics. See, see what happens. Yeah, I agree with that, Johanna. And I love that. I'm a big fan of unplugging. I haven't unplugged in a while. In fact, I haven't been on top of my meditation either. So I'm excited for this dare because it's going to get me back into a better headspace. And I agree with you because sometimes I'm like on my phone texting and I might be planning something or doing something productive and my kids are needing my attention. And I'm like, leave me alone. I'm on my phone. Like not exactly like that, but it's kind of how I feel. And that makes them feel horrible. And then they see the phone is more important than them. And so I feel like unplugging will help them to see that they are more important than the technology and that we'll probably have more quality time this week. Perfect. I love that. Yeah. I'm so excited. I already know what I'm going to do. I have a book that I've been <laughs> wanting to read <laughs> and, um, I have a book that I'm writing and because I have spend a little bit more time watching Seinfeld reruns. I have not <laughs> read um, my book and I have not written in it. And so I am, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take on this challenge in the next day or two and really do this dare. So thank you. Yay. Yay. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm just really excited to not be bugged anymore. So I'm, I just want to unplugged and get calm. <laughs> I thought you were going to give us a whole day. I feel like three hours is really manageable. So like all of our listeners who might be like three hours is a long time. I feel like you can do three hours. It's not even a whole day. It's a we minimum. Can do it. Like it's a minimum of three hour chunk. Don't oh, so I can do a whole day. You can do a whole day. You can even do a whole week. You can <laughs> I can't do, do that. Three hours, multiple times in the week. It doesn't matter, but it's a minimum of three hours. Okay. And Annika, you're kind of competitive and so are you, Johanna. I would not be surprised if you do two, three hour chunks or you do a whole day or you go added six hours. Well, I actually, my competitive side was coming out when you're like, I'm going to write my book. And I was like, shoot, I need to write my book. So I was about to say like, how many pages can you write, Britannia? Well, we'll see more than you. <laughs> We'll bring it on. <laughs> oh, I love this. Well, this is perfect in time for Christmas, uh, you know, as we prepare to spend quality time with our families. And so I think this is a perfect dare. Thank you so much, Johanna, for, for throwing that out to us. Definitely. I think so too. All right. Thank you, everybody. We want to say also Merry Christmas. Merry I don't know what this is. I think this is like a rainbow. <laughs> what? Christmas. Is like what is this? <laughs> this is Why this is everyone one? doing weird hand motions? I don't know is what to do with my hand. <laughs> um, Merry Christmas, everyone. And I was so excited for this weekend let's remember the the reason for the season and serve others and have a great week yay all right thank you happy holidays happy holidays bye